0: Hey, bestie, it's me, Anto. Get into your rocket ship and tap into your inner alien. Time to join me and my friends for your weekly Gab Sesh. Let's take a trip Inside My Planet. Hi everybody, welcome back to Inside My Planet. I'm joined by my friend Cece today. She's otherwise known as Ming Ming Bikes. Yes, say hi Cece. Hi, hello. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. Thank you for guesting. We're longtime friends, childhood friends. It's been a little too long. I know a little bit too much about you, and you know a little bit too much about me. So we're kind of locked into this now. (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) So, Cece, tell us about yourself. Give us a little intro. Oh
1: my gosh. Okay, so I am 27 years old, and I live in Manila. I also inhale the Manila air every day. I'm very passionate about cycling at the moment. Yes, yeah, so I guess that's one of the topics that we're gonna get into. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's called Ming Ming Bikes. Oh,
0: uh, okay. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get into why you're called Ming Ming Bikes in just a second. I wanted to ask, I'm starting this new tradition with all the guests. And since this is all about being an alien and vibing inside a planet, Tell us, what would you look like if you were an alien?
1: Um, If you know, like, I don't know what that squid is called, but like that squid that looks like a sad, drooping face. I feel like that would be me, <laughs> but with a mustache. Like Squidward? Not Squidward. I'll, I'll show you a pic later, but the, essentially my sister calls me Pusit because of the quality of my skin. I am hairless and very slippery <laughs> sounds wrong but that sounds like
0: a dolphin or a seal
1: yeah maybe yeah something like that but I am a pussy or a, a squid
0: a squid so you would be a squid do you have any particular color
1: Um, I would be a pink squid because I really well actually pink isn't my favorite color but for some reason all of my things are pink. Hey, okay, why not? So, if I were an alien, I would. Be,
0: mm. Yeah, I'd be a pink squid. Okay, I think that's super adorable. Everybody, welcome, CC the pink squid with a mustache. That is who you should be visualizing in your head, especially at the moment where we don't have budget for a video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. True. For the listeners out there earlier, I mentioned that CC is also known as Ming Ming Bikes. Could you tell us about Ming Ming bikes?
1: Oh god, it's it's actually random. I, I kinda wanna change my handle, but for some reason people call me hmm. Ming Ming now because I don't put my real name on my IG handle. But basically like when I started cycling, um, there would be a lot of cats around. So I started cycling in twenty twenty one. So kind of pandemic vibes, like towards the tail end of the pandemic. And I would pet cats, feed cats, and I would take pictures of them and place them on, on my Instagram. So I made a new one, a bike, a bike slash um cat dump. And then I named it my main bike. But I really want to change my name though to speed sausage. But I, I'm not getting enough support for it. Speed sausage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I fully support you if you want to call yourself speed sausage. Ming Ming Bikes is adorable, (laughs) but speed sausage, it brings to mind a certain visual that I really appreciate.
1: Yeah, that's going to be like my villain rebrand if it happens, but for now it's Ming Ming Bikes. Are you entering your villain era? Malapat na, you know, like I need to be pushed a bit more (laughs) than I will. I will enter my villain. That's hilarious.
0: You're going to go from like a cute furry cat and then it's immediately your branding is going to change into speed sausage, which by the way, I'm imagining like a wiener with like Hot Wheels on it (laughs) and it just like it's got flame, flame zooming past everybody in, in, in traffic and stuff like that. That's what I'm imagining. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it would be controversial because I want it to be speed and then sausage, right? Yeah. But the sausage is spelled as S U S E J. Like Jesus,
0: but backwards.
1: And then, I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a cuter way to spell out sausage, but then I feel like I would offend like religious people, even though that's not my intent. But anyway, I'll think
0: about it. I don't think you're going to, you know, you don't, you don't have any intentions to offend. So, like you're not doing it to mock a religious figure. So I think it's fine. I think it just happens to be a spelling. So I fully support you if you want to call
1: yourself speed sausage. Thank you. You're the, you're you're my only supporter so far. <laughs> <laughs> there could
0: be 99 people in a room. You only need one. Yeah, exactly. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> okay. I'll... It actually makes sense if you're you're you, you go by CC among the biking community, and your speed sausage, so, so I don't know how you want Just me to it. pronounce it. Just in... But like sausage, speed sausage. It's S S. It's almost as if you're also. It's like CC. It's just like you don't have to spell C C like the letter C twice, but S you know S I S I or something.
1: Yeah, it makes more sense. Or like Speed C Sig. Speed C Sig. Like I don't know. I need I need to think about it and I need to rebrand. Perplex. I can't make my life around cats anymore. <laughs> i'm gonna sell out (laughs) i want to start posting pictures of hot dogs (laughs) i think you should i fully support
0: that 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 you would do that
1: thank you
0: to the listeners out there um in the philippines we also love hot dogs so much and we have a we have a favorite hot dog brand i i'll mention it because i don't know we're not we're not this 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 podcast is for free. No one we're not being sponsored in any way. But the 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 national favorite like hot dog brand is called Tender Juicy.
1: It's so good. And
0: everybody loves it and, yeah. eating, and you grow up it's with so it. Good. Yes. It it's it's delicious. Especially when grilled. You
1: can't just have one. There's a jumbo tender juicy.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's where the the song comes from. Jumbo hot dog kayamo bato. Okay. Yeah. It's wrong. for our non-tagalog speakers out there, it translates to John Jumbo Hot Dog. Can you can you do this? Can you handle this? Can you yeah? Like like Destiny's Child. Can you handle it? Jumbo Hot Dog. dog. Can
1: you handle it? Can you
0: handle it? So the new uh, you add it to the bootylicious intro where it goes yeah. beyond can you handle it? Michelle,
1: can you What about it? Yeah? <laughs> Tender juicy can you handle this? Jump on,
0: dog. You can you handle it? it? <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Okay. Oh but like uh, Yeah. What is it about the jumbo hot dog that people can't handle? It's the is size. It the MSG. I think it's the size. Oh okay. Because <laughs> it's it's so it's, lewd, it's, right? it's jumbo
0: like, lewd. Why oh, no? I would I I don't know what you're talking about. I could never I could never <laughs> see why it's why it's lewd. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yeah, they made they made like they knew what they were doing, what that meant, like Tambo mi batok.
0: were they the ones who made that jingle, or was it like, you know, was it a bunch of kids? Do we know where that came from?
1: <laughs> Maybe that should be an episode. You should make an episode about um all the children's songs that are very suspicious, yeah. like spaghetti ba <laughs> or spaghetti going down. What else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ocho, flower ocho. song? Yeah, ocho, those, Yeah. Why did they let kids sing those?
0: <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory. Um, but for, for our listeners out there, we have a, a, a song back in the Philippines, and it's called Espageti Pababa and Pataas. So Pababa means to go down. And but the ass means to go up. And it's got this um, body-waving, like, gyrating dance. And every time you say yeah. spaghetti going down, you gyrate your body down. downwards. And you gyrate it upwards when they say going up. And this was, like, a national hit when you were, like, what, eight? Eight years old? Yeah. So I, I, I would dance it. Yeah, same. They would actually hold um, contests, I think, for these things, and like an ocho ocho contest, which is they say inspired twerking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ocho ocho! If it you guys, it came from. Us. It came from. I don't want to say that, but like <laughs> we we definitely had our like early iterations of twerking. Um, it's when you bend over and then you hold your knees and then you lift your your back up and down. I've tried teaching it to non Filipino people. It's it has not been successful. <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: just not in their genes. I'm sorry.
0: Part of yeah. our genes. <laughs> you place the national anthem aggressively here. <laughs> one of the main things that you're here to discuss with us today is your hobby cycling, right? And, you know, for, for the aliens out there, (laughs) for, for the aliens out there, could you, could you kindly tell us what cycling is all about? Okay. So
1: basically you wake up every morning and then you wear really tight clothes that make you look like a hot dog <laughs> like a sausage mm-hmm. <laughs> back to the sausage and then you get on this machine that runs on two wheels and then you cycle for okay. 50 kilometers or you, you use your legs push this machine you cycle for 50 kilometers and buy overpriced coffee on the mountain take your pictures and then go back down basically that's what cycling is all about
0: what is this two-wheeled machine, this bipedal machine? It's a
1: bicycle.
0: <laughs> you know, as, as a person who doesn't know how to ride a bike, I I am in awe of you because I don't know how you do it.
1: <laughs> you can learn. Once, once you learn you never I forget. could.
0: I mean, the my my longest, most successful non-training wheel bike ride was 30 seconds. That was that was a real achievement. That was a huge achievement for me because i I don't know <laughs> it is I tried I tried my best I'm always just afraid of falling, and I don't know at one at one point, I did fall, but you know not, nothing happened to me so i am just in awe of like your your balance and your core. It must be pretty good to stay on like you balance yourself on that bike and do it you know up a mountain down a hill. <laughs>
1: It hurts my ass a lot, like and Mm. the lady bits. And the lady That's where the balance comes from.
0: Oh, because of the seat, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You get up in the morning, you put on your sausage clothes, your sausage casing. Yes. The sausage casing. You you get yourself on a bicycle. Yes. And then you go you you go like where do you mostly go? Like out into the city? Oh, okay. To the province.
1: So biking in Manila is... Well, you know the traffic here is quite notorious. If you bike in this city, you pray mm. for your life. But I do enjoy biking in Manila because the traffic is so bad. What takes other people an hour, you can do mm. in 20 minutes if you're on a mm. bike, essentially. Yep. But on the weekends... um. It's not technically the province, um, but it's still part of the big island, Luzon. It's just outside Metro Manila. So we go to this place or this municipality called Antipolo. And that's where the mountains are. And it's quite near Metro Manila. And when you're up there, when you finally like reach the, the top, you can see the skyline of Manila. It's, it's, it's quite romantic if there's no smog. On a good day.:
0: That's actually quite beautiful. I love I love a skyline. so I, I want to also know how did you you know begin cycling? What's with the bike let's let's go on your bicycle journey. take us to the beginning.
1: Oh, okay, so I, I've been biking since I was a kid, and there there were times in the summer where I would bike. Okay? so the person who actually taught me how to ride a bike is our family driver. So, he he was responsible mm. for all things that had wheels. So, he taught me how to drive. He also taught me how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah. But he can even skateboard. Sure. Like, he's a pretty talented oh, damn. guy. Yeah, so, I always had a, either an oversized bike or a bike that was too small. Because I never really had, like, a proper fitting bike. In 2021, my boyfriend at that time got into road cycling. So, you know, like, the... The sausage casing type of cycling. I mean, he was like, "Oh, what is a so- the sausage casing type of cycling?" The, the guys who go up to the Tour de France, you know, they're very aerodynamic. Oh, they, they wear the, the tight fitting oh, okay, rock okay. clothes. Basically, the teeth like the the he are like the the old okay. the old men <laughs> the cycle. <So> he, <laughs> okay. Except my ex was not old. Okay, he was just two years older. But anyways. He got into cycling and then he was like, mm-hmm. oh, you should get a road bike too. Because I had a mountain bike and he was like, get a road bike. So he mentioned that LIV, so L-I-V is like a well-known women specific type of bike or bike brand. Um, So the frames are smaller, the measurements are smaller. Also like the saddle, since women have bigger butts, it's usually wider like on a limb. So I bought that. I didn't even know anything about biking yet. All I knew was the bike I wanted was pink. it on Facebook Marketplace. Drove all the way, like, a, drove two hours to Batangas. Went to a random person's house and picked up the bike. Wait, wait, wait. And wait, then went wait, back wait, to Let's
0: the bike. <laughs> cycle back a little bit to the part where you said that you drove for two hours to a random person's house. Okay, okay. Well, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> the bike, like, bikes, road bikes are so expensive. So I I, I, I didn't want to buy anything brand new. Also, that was the time of the pandemic. So stocks weren't coming in. And brand new bikes were super expensive. So I went to Facebook Marketplace, typed in Pink Live Bike, found a listing, and the cheapest one was two hours away in Batangas. So I messaged this lady. She was like, Okay, come over. So I drove. I drove for two hours to pick up the bike.
0: Were you ever scared it was some sort of like stranger luring people with the promise of a bike? And then you get there and the house is made of candy. And then you eat the house. And then you all. You. <laughs> you, you eat the house. It's got sausages inside. And then she's like, This is your bike. That would
1: be amazing.
0: Yeah. And then your bike. You know, it's made out of both.
1: It's a, soft, it's a hot dog. Yes,
0: with, with <laughs> bits of candy. Did you ever have a fear of that happening?
1: Actually, I had my brother with me okay. at the time. So I wasn't scared of being lured into a hot dog witch's house. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and they were very nice. They washed the bike before they gave it to me. They even taught me how to ride it because, like, when you first ride a road bike, it's so different from riding like a regular mountain bike. Like, it feels so light; it's like you're riding air, basically. You're riding air, so you're like air humping. I don't know. Air <laughs> hump. But, but yeah, so they were so nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. What I what I want to know is, you you're you're mentioning different types of bikes as a total no no i don't even want to call myself a bike baby like i'm just like not a bike bike noob bike fetus i don't know what i am bike sperm like whatever i am right um see my first bike was a pink and green disney princess bike with training wheels and mm-hmm. because my childhood is sad, I was promised that I would be taught how to ride a bike and nobody ever taught me how to ride a bike. So I have no attachments to bikes whatsoever. And up until I was like 12 years old, I was riding that bike with training wheels. So I have, n- I have no concept mm-hmm. of what bikes are supposed to look like. Everybody else on, on, on my block, their bikes were like legit kid bikes, you know, like like quote-unquote normal bikes they weren't like schmancy princess bikes like 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 mine. mine mine was like it was not it was it looked more like a toy than a bike but it was it was a bike it just looked like it was made of candy could you tell me what's the difference between the regular bikes that we see in manila or just in general the regular bikes that we see the road bikes and the mountain bikes
1: i think like the first difference would be like your riding position and like the geometry of the bike so like a mountain bike what you'd be seated more upright so i feel like a lot more people have mountain bikes and also mountain bikes come with like a suspension in the front so you can like bounce and go on rough terrain they usually have thicker wheels whereas a road bike is like you wouldn't want to take that off road. It has sleek tires. Um, you're you're riding in a and like a more hunched position in a in a more aerodynamic position. Your priority is to build speed and to go fast. Right now I'm on a road bike, so all about speed. That's why it's speed sausage. Speed sausage.
0: Everything goes back to sausage. I I know. a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back on road bikes um so i'm assuming that the wheels so you you want to go faster it's because you, there there are other vehicles on the road with you am i correct in assuming
1: or you just like going fast basically or you oh you're just yeah just oh just for, for fun okay for the <laughs>
0: what what have you preferred so far like i guess road what do you think
1: well i i don't have a mountain bike right now. I'm I'm always on road, wow. but I do wanna okay. do trail. Like you know, like going on those dirt paths or like off roading. Mm-hmm. So I I do want a mountain bike yeah. or a bike with thicker tires that can go on those types of roads. So oh, she gotta be thick. Yeah, she gotta be thick.
0: How many C's do you want on that thick mountain bike tire? I don't know yet that's the thing with me thick enough for thick enough for the speed
1: sausage is that how thick we want it yes for the the... you know what i'll just change my ig name right now
0: are you really changing it
1: i actually made an account just to
0: reserve the name so nobody would no that's smart that's a smart move you have to do that you have to claim what's yours from the get-go yeah as bitch. as saucy as it may seem, guys, this is a historical mm-hmm. moment. She's actually changing. She's she's rebranding as we speak. It's her sausage villain era. Are you sure you want to be a squid? By the way, like as an alien,
1: you could just be a hot dog. Yes. A... <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll be a jumbo tender juicy hot dog. Yeah,
1: that'd be great, actually. I, I I don't want to be a squid anymore. Or I could be a squid-flavored tender, juicy, jumbo hot dog.
0: You know, I would actually try that, like a squid sausage. Like, I I would love to try that. Have you tried anything like that?
1: No. Oh, squid ball. but They never make it long enough to be a hot dog. It's always, like, in a ball form. Mm. Here in
0: Korea, they have, like, these, um, like, the fish cakes, the omuk is what it's called and it's like long and rectangular like they 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 have the paste and then they shape it right in front of you Mm -hmm. to be like a long rectangular shape but i don't know if it's got squid in it it's tasty um everybody listening in south korea right now you know what i'm talking about omuk is delicious as heck uh we went back into sausage so now we're gonna have to go back onto biking
1: Tell us about your current bike. Okay, so my bike. For all of you guys who wanted to build it, because she's beautiful. She was a Liv, a a vale, R3. She's on a Shimano Sora. So, okay. Anyway, she's a pink bike. And I love her. She's not the lightest road bike out there, but she gets the job done. She's taken me to far places. And she's taken me 114 kilometers away. So that was my longest ride. And her name, I gave her a name. Her name is Chumbi, for no particular reason, as well. I love that name, Chumbi. Aww, Chumbi. I'm so attached to her. She's also a woman. Mm. She goes by she, she her.
0: She her. Yes. Do Do you have any like special maintenance for Chumbi?
1: Oh, she gets a bike spa. Like literally, that's what it's called in the mechanic shop. Oh. Like. It's like 350 pesos. And then they even like rub like this special thing on her, like on the frame to make her look so shiny. I don't know if it's a wax. I should. Oh, wow.
0: So it's literally called a bike spa. That's nice.
1: Yeah. This bike gets more pampered than me. I know. I spend so much money because of this hobby, but mostly on the clothes.
0: The clothes more than the bike.
1: Yeah, because I haven't really upgraded anything major in my bike. So like what it came with. Um it's still there. But then I love spending money on like the clothes, like on the jerseys, on the cycling shorts and bibs. You mentioned just a bit earlier that
0: they're they're like upgrades for a bike. So this is not Chumbi's final form.
1: It is not. I might buy um carbon wheels for her soon, but then that costs like the cheapest one that's like safe to use is 30K. And then um laser hair removal, like the package is also 30k. So I gotta like think about my priorities. Like, do I wanna be hairless or do I want new feet for Chambu? Ooh, you know that's a
0: tough decision.
1: Yeah, I know. That's really
0: tough. I gotta say, whatever is more urgent. Whatever is a pressing concern, you know what I mean.
1: I gotta be hairless soon. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I don't. Know. I mean, you can do it one after the other, right? You just have to pick which one is first. Do I remove all my bodily hair, or the or the wheels?
1: Both will actually make me more aerodynamic. Actually, if I'm like super hairless, if I were bald, the air would just like skid through. My bald head.
0: Yeah, but you you need a you need a helmet when you're biking.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the listeners, please don't ride any bikes, motorcycles without wearing a helmet. Safety first. This is an alien planet, but it's also a safety planet. So wear your helmet. You also mentioned clothes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um the clothes that you buy, there's like a I'm assuming there's like a Lululemon of biking clothes or something.
1: Oh my god, there is and like, there's so many expensive brands that you know when you're when you see someone riding with that with that jersey, you're like, ooh, they're ballin', or like, ooh, they look so cool. In it. One of, like those types of brands? Brands. It's called Rafa, and the other one is called Panormal Studios. Oh, or as the Filipinos call it, Pasnormal, Pasnormal, Pasnormal. <laughs> But it's it's But it's it's
0: French. I have no idea. But like the name is pas normal. and then the, there there's us. We're like ah pas normal.
1: <laughs> it's from Copenhagen.
0: Copenhagen. Oh, it's it's is that is yes. that Denmark?
1: Yes. <laughs> my my yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, That is true. Why is my brain not raining?
0: I don't know. It's sausage time right now. It's a sausage hour. Ever heard of the witching hour? There's a sausage hour. Yes. People just can't race sausage hour like that. You no. Know, from history. That's, like, <laughs> that's just so bad. People always be talking about like, yeah, 3am witching hour. The fuck, bitch. <laughs> the Sausage hour is just as important. We have sausage hour every day. It's just a matter of you taking the sausage by the hand and making making use of it
1: anyway i googled panormal. yeah it's right it's panormal normal past oh oh As norm- normal.
0: <laughs> okay i have a question for you when you when you do see these biking clothes what makes you think i want what i want that they have i'm not enough of a sausage like they are How do you know when you want it?
1: So like, Panorama has all of the the sausage print isn't working, but then like the colors, like you know, the millennial pink, the lavender, like earth tones actually also, they have nice colors that are very in. So that's like what I want. But there are cheaper options. There are dupes.
0: Mm. But then
1: when you see someone wearing the dupe, you are like, let's, let's just call it a fake like you know, a fake version of that jersey you're like ew why are you wearing the fake version yeah but, so I'd rather just buy something I can Good afford because I really can't afford a fun normal jersey how much how much is one jersey okay let me google it right now but I know like it's, it goes above 10 k, like in 15 pesos
0: that's like two 200 dollars 200 US dollars
1: yeah let me see damn yeah I can't afford it like I gotta pay rent Definitely go go with Rent. Yeah, go with Rent. <laughs> or I could just look fabulous and sausage in these clothes.
0: You, you don't want to be the, gr- the girl who lived in the sausage casing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds like a song. So like, you know how there's like the man that can't be moved and I could be the girl who lives in the sausage casing. I was imagining it singing
0: when you said song. I was like, oh, that could be like, like like Miley Cyrus, I can't be tamed.
1: Sausage case, a sausage case, a sa. Okay, I'm I'm converting it right now. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so it says here on the website. So this color that I like, um, it's in mauve. Ooh. It's two hundred seventy euros. Oh. And that's sixteen thousand pesos. Oh,
0: Christ! Oh my God! Sixteen thousand right. pesos divided by 50 uh, $800? Yeah, 800 US dollars?
1: Yeah. And then like there are people like if you cycle on the weekend, they'll be cycling in the middle of nowhere wearing clothes. Oh, damn. What what is so special about
0: cycling clothes? Could I possibly, you know, put on my tights, my leotards from when I used to do gymnastics and then get on the road? Like is is there some sort of special thread? Do I have to have, you know, the the freaking Black Panther suit from Wakanda to like what 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 makes these clothes different?
1: Well, um, for the bibs or like the cycling shorts, they do have padding. Yeah, and they do have like those cargo pockets. Some of them also like the cycling jerseys usually have pockets, like three pockets and a zipper pocket in the back, so that. You don't have to bring a backpack, you pack light. Mm. There's still aero. Mm. Also, the material um, the wind just travels over your body,
0: <laughs> so in, in, in it's a easier breezy way. cycle, in a breezy way,
1: yeah. In a breezy way, oh, yeah. Oh, I might send you a, a screenshot of what I'm seeing. Right oh, now. do send me one, yeah. Sure, I remember how to do a screenshot on the map, I don't know how. Um, command
0: shift three command shift four i'm gonna show you what they look like so these things are so tight mm-hmm. because they have to be tight because you have to be aerodynamic right how is the underwear situation i am in the camp that i i love my thongs and my sexy underwear but it can only take so much i want to be in my granny panties most of the time would I should I be worried about a panty line if I ever wear these cycling shorts?
1: Okay, so I used to wear underwear when I would wear padded shorts, but apparently, and then you could see like the the seams of the underwear because it's so tight, right? So like you could see it. So like, and then somebody told me that you're not supposed to wear underwear in your cycling shorts. Oh, yeah, we don't wear underwear if we're wearing cycling shorts.
0: Is there like some sort of piece of cloth? In there, that helps protect the lady bits,
1: the padding does that,
0: oh, the padding does that, all right,
1: yeah, yeah, so that helps also, if you wear underwear while cycling, like the shaping gets so bad, like you could get a a wound
0: a wound, oh no that that's not good,
1: yeah, if you're like doing long distance,
0: have you ever experienced like that that bad, yeah. Oh, you're speaking from experience. Oh, my bad.
1: <laughs> yes. RIP the lady bit. R.I.P. the lady bit. So look, look, at these clothes. Are they what, Yeezys?
0: These are giving me this is I think this is what Kanye envisioned yeah. but couldn't quite get there. And this is what Skims is trying to do but can't can't get there quite yet. Yeah, giving him- the the straps. They remind me of like bodybuilders when you when you go to a circus and there's like the world's strongest man and then he comes out and he wears this really tight suit and then he lifts heavy weights this is what reminds me of uh, or this is what it reminds me of yeah very skims except if kim became um a swamp scientist is what i'm getting from the colors they're very cute so do you
1: see the one with the straps so that's called a cycling bib okay. so you wear your bra, and then you wear that first. So, like, they're, like, suspenders, right? Okay. And then over that, you wear your top. So, if you had to pee, yeah. you would have to take off your top and then pull down mm. the straps and pull down your shorts. So, basically, your knees. Oh, no. And then oh, no. pee. But then if you're in the middle of nowhere, no. you wouldn't want to take uh-uh. off your top.
0: Oh. This reminds me of, like, it's it's basically... If you made a romper out of sausage casing and made it aerodynamic. Exactly. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you sometimes you're out in the middle of nowhere, you're going to the countryside in the Philippines. You'd have to pee on a mountain or on a bush or next to a tree. Who
1: who are you biking yeah. with?
0: Like are they making sure that you're protected or you know, are you going alone?
1: No, I, I always cycle with a group. We're usually like all women, all, but also like the, these mm-hmm. local brands are starting to come up with cycling bibs with like a, the detachable suspender part. So like they have like clasps in. Them. Oh. Yeah, so it's easier to pull down, and, especially when you're out in the wild.
0: You know the answer to this. I have a suggestion because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I have a suggestion out there to these two as normal pa pa
1: normal. <laughs> yes
0: went to China. And my mom and I noticed while we were there all these kids were wearing so like pants, mm-hmm. right? You see the kitty pants, but in the crotch area, the genital area, it's velcro. So, essentially, and then the kids don't wear underwear inside so that the moms can just like if they want to take them to the bathroom, they don't have to fuss with a zipper mm-hmm. or a button or a kid doesn't have to you know, deal with that. You can just go, you can just go straight on 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 a, on a toilet. Do you think that idea would work out?
1: I mean, that would be great. But then, like, there's like that full padding oh, situation right. in the bottom. Right. Actually, when you wear these outfits, like, it makes your butt look bigger because of the padding. I'm like, ooh. Mm. I I look like I squatted for like 15. She's years. Thicky
0: Minaj. <laughs> I don't now. I kind of want to wear it. Damn. Yeah. Why 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 don't they just make the pants and then the padding is like a diaper material?
1: What what some people do though is like they have padded underwear oh. and then they just wear regular like
0: That's so that's so that's so suffocating for the coochie. It's like it's sufakuchi.
1: Yeah, sufakuchi.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, some of us out here we have in the words of Khloe Kardashian a big fat puss. Big fat puss girls, we, we are prone to sufakuchi and camel toes. So, to my big puss girls out there who are also cycling, I salute you. I could not, I could not, uh, I can't deal with a suffocuchi. I, I can't. You can <laughs> The camel toe, it would not be a camel toe, it would be an elephant's toe. <laughs> so. Oh, no. You mentioned earlier that you would bike with an all-women group, right? Yeah. Could you tell us more about this group?
1: We're all women. Yeah, sounds amazing. We are the Viva Hot Babes of the biking community. The Viva Hot Bikes. Yeah, Viva Hot Bikes. So I mentioned earlier that my ex was the one who got me into a road biking ride. So um, a little bit after I got my road bike, we actually broke up. I didn't have any friends in the second community and I didn't even know how to bike outside our own like our village so but then I saw posts online about this um Instagram user called ride Like a girl ph and she was actually hosting a hundred kilometer ride all women ride last year so that was that was the first 100 kilometer ride I've ever joined and that's where I also met all my friends in the second community. So oh,
0: it, it, it expanded your world.
1: Super. like it, And it's like, I don't know, something changed in my brain the day that that happened. There was a chemical alteration. Yeah, like something changed. I didn't know that we could do a hundred kilometer ride. So basically it was from Rizal oh, to Laguna family. That's actually really far. So how I judge places, like distances, like it it's different now. So when someone says, "Oh, I'm going to Quezon City," and they're fr- and I'm from Makati, like before cycling, I would say, "Oh, that's far." But now that I'm a cyclist and now that I've done like that hundred kilometers hike, I'm like, "Wow, okay, that's that's walkable. <laughs> that's
0: we can just bike there." I think it's because Philippine Manila traffic is so bad yeah. that you think certain distances are really really far, but then they're not. Yeah,
1: like. I I don't know. Like our our how we judge distances is like different and kind of skewed, no? It, it's extremely
0: like skewed just
1: because of traffic.
0: Yeah, it's it's terrible. So for the, for the listeners out there, traffic in the capital uh, the capital region of the Philippines in Metro Manila is it's it's terrible. It's really bad. Places that would normally take you 15 to 20 minutes, you know, on a regular day would take you double or triple the amount. Of time so the two cities that you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um cc the Ma- makati to quezon city technically it's kind of just like one highway you know what i mean yeah like it's just like a highway away theoretically you could get from makati to quezon city you could just cross the border of those two towns uh two cities and it, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't take you too long you should just take the highway and then Okay, 20 30 minutes I'm here. But because the traffic is so bad, we're used to thinking like, "Oh, from Makati to Quezon City, that's going to take an hour." You know. Yeah. And it's 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 interesting to me that that how you, how you judge the distance of places now is drastically altered because you know, you're not using a car. Yeah. You're using a bike, which is so much more environmentally friendly, so much more practical, I think, for the city of Manila, where we have, I call it like, a, I don't know, like a car epidemic. Like everybody has cars and the roads are made for car for cars. And we're, we'll go back to this in a bit, but I just, I, I think more people should be biking. And this is from, coming from somebody who
1: can't ride a bike for her life. Yeah, I, I really think more people should bike because, um over here everybody buys a car and there usually there's only like one or two people inside the car and they take up all the lanes and yeah but I don't blame them blame them though because our public transportation is really bad. It's like going through hell every day. So yeah, I'm so glad that work from home is a is like a thing now because commuting really drains you like my mental health. Back when I used to commute in college. I don't know, it it was not in, in, in the right space. I would cry on the train platform because I couldn't get inside a train because it was too full all the time. It's a little bit dangerous
0: to commute yeah. in Metro Manila. Yeah. You would have to be, I think, really used to the nuances and social cues, mm-hmm. but also have like have a certain amount of brute force. Not that you're hurting people, but there are times where you have to assert yourself so that you, you are not squished. Or fight for your space. Yeah, you're not squished. You're not having a hard time. You can actually breathe. And I agree with you. Like it's this, this having, having a car has become a necessity because public transportation is, is, is largely ignored.
1: So like besides like my perception of distances, like another thing that switched in my brain is like um like I th- I think like how like how independent I can be. So that really changed because um before I could cycle on my own, I had to make sure I was always with somebody, but now I can cycle through Metro Manila by myself, no problem. And like me leaving the house doesn't depend on whether or not someone can drive me around or whether or not the train is working today or whether or not there's like a taxi or a jeepney or a tricycle that can take me somewhere because i can literally just hop on my bike and leave so for context, um i don't have my own car so every time i needed to use a car i had to ask either my dad or brother or whoever or my sister but, but now i can just hop on my bike and just go wherever i want to go so that that really like was a life-changing thing for me
0: wow no that's a that's a great thing so biking cycling has brought all these amazing life changes for you first like socially
1: yeah
0: and then now you have like a a better sense of independence because you're mobile essentially
1: yeah i i I took that for granted like i don't know it, it it feels nice because before cycling, I was really at the mercy of public transportation and the graces of my family if they will let me use it.
0: More into this, what other opportunities did cycling bring you?
1: the social part, like I met so many people from diverse backgrounds um, and, it, and it doesn't matter like where they're from because we're all just really into cycling. So like sometimes like there was like, a group of friends that I would cycle with almost every week and sometimes we would be together like five hours in one day just cycling and I wouldn't even know how old they were and I wouldn't know like where they're from but then recently like I found out that one was like um, the VP of some company and the other one was like um, a custodian in other buildings but then we're, we're all just talking like it's uh regular thing because we're all bonding over the same sport, which is cycling. And I don't think I would I don't think I would have this opportunity if I stayed with my current hobbies before cycling. You know what I mean? Like like I wouldn't be able to go on the road and meet all of these random people and like talk to them and ask them about their lives if I if I were in any other sport. That didn't take me to, like, the road. So you, you mostly
0: bike with women, right? Are there any kind of advantages or any any troubles you face being um, in a community full of women or just being a woman in the biking world in general?
1: Oh, okay. yeah, there are advantages. Like, there, I do prefer cycling with women only, especially when it comes to long rides. And the more we are, the better. because. Um, we generally have an understanding that we need to use the bathroom, so um, like I, yeah. I don't feel guilty um, asking them, oh, in the next 25 kilometers, can we have a stop so we can all breathe? Um, when I'm with guys, it's kind of harder to communicate mm-hmm. that. Also the the speed, mm-hmm. like the, the pacing, I feel like it, it's more chill with women. It's something I I prefer more. And also the vibes, Mm -hmm. obviously. We call it chica pace. The vibes. So, you know, we're not going too fast because we're talking to each other Mm. about everything under the sun.
0: So while you're biking, while you're on these roads and on these trails, you're actually engaging in conversation with um, the women in your biking Yes.
1: Yeah. And we, we talk about, like, like anything under the sun, like there would be one woman, she'd be like, oh, my husband got a vasectomy. And we're like... How did you convince him to get a vasectomy? I then she'll be like, "Here's how," <laughs> or you know, like um, regular stuff. But a lot of times, we do talk about cycling still. That that's one of the hottest topics. Um, yeah. Also, because of all of these friends, I met them in the women's 100 last year, right? So that was September 17th. We recently had our first friendship anniversary, but even before that. Aww. Yeah, but even before that, I felt like I've been friends with them for so long. Cause like we went to uh, so many vacations together, so many bike events together, and we are always biking even on vacation. So like it's it's like one hobby, but it pushes us to do other things. So like because of biking, we started surfing. We joined these other events all together. So that's one of the advantages, I would say. Like the the network that you build, because it's like that's really nice.
0: Because you're you're all coming, yeah, you're all coming from walks of life, and you're talking about, you know, y- y- you get to talk. Where whereas in in real life in the working world, you would you you wouldn't run into each other at all.
1: But um, when you were asking about disadvantages, I guess like just one disadvantage, I guess is like when you cycle in an all women group, and there's a lot of you. Like for example, there's like seven of you. Um, You become highly visible to a lot of people, and obviously that comes with like the catcalling, get more stares. People try to talk to you, even like while going uphill, like the hard portions of the climb. Suddenly there'll be like this old man who's gonna try to keep pace with you, like ask you where you where you came from and all that stuff. But that's very rare, naman, if you're. It's it's
0: place. it's kind of odd that that some some men see a group of women cycling and then they just start catcalling like I don't, I don't understand it to be honest. That's that's quite odd. I'm sorry you had to go through that.
1: If they, if they do this Yeah, if they do this rude thing where they like say something or like oh, I'll just like trail with you. Yeah. Yeah. Without really Without really asking if it's okay, yeah. Maybe like they they don't have any bad intent, yeah. But like they don't understand why it's uncomfortable mm. to do that. Also, they're encroaching yeah.
0: on a space. Yeah, that's like meant for you guys, women. And
1: to them, yeah. it's like,
0: oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a deal. Month. It's just a bunch of women. I'm I'm a person too. They don't understand that there's. A value in again creating a space that 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 you as women the the minority feel safe in so that's that's kind of a huge disappointment on the uh, on men's part which i am honestly not surprised but are there other obstacles out
1: there oh obstacles um definitely other than the safety issue um one thing that you will have to learn is bike maintenance like the like the basic stuff like changing the tire um it could be intimidating but it's also like life-saving or navigation you know like building your street smarts i mean they're obstacles but like those are parts of cycling that i really really enjoy you know like figuring out how to get out of this place and get back home that's, that's part of the fun oh it's part of the okay
0: I, I would be terrified
1: I mean like I've never been in a situation where it became desperate <laughs> um I mean like it's tough it's tough but like it's it's also like exciting in a way that doesn't like, signal anymore like how um travel and then we think about how our ancestors did it like without maps they used the stars just getting we we just for directions and what do
0: you, what do you call the cartography? no 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 i'm thinking of a different you, you you there's a special special term for that using the stars to navigate wayfinding wayfinding i was like Madonna. astrocartography that's complete. that's a completely different <laughs> it's a completely different study so we were talking about um the obstacles despite all these obstacles i'm sure you've also had some amazing accomplishments
1: yeah under your belt i don't know if like i could consider them accomplishments because like so many people have done it already but like to me like obviously my first 100 kilometers was like a big accomplishment for me and After you do 100 kilometers, it feels like a short distance, so you have to do something more. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, one of the big events that I was proud of was like my, my first like official bike event, 100 kilometers. It's called Audax. Um, but then I got lost, so I did 114 kilometers instead. No, I was just really dumb with navigation and it's like a very straightforward route. And for some reason, I still got lost. I think that's one of my biggest accomplishments, and in December, hopefully, um, I can do the two hundred kilometer bike
0: in a day. So, when when you're on your bike trail, do they give you like ways directions, a map? How do you know you're going the right way?
1: Yeah, so um, there is a map that you can download ahead of time. Um, also, you gotta watch out for. For the signs, I guess. Um, but all that bike event um is an unmarshalled event, so basically you gotta find your own way. What's that was that High School Musical song? Like I gotta gotta go, gotta go my, my own, own, way. own way. Yeah,
0: you gotta Gabriella yeah. that shit.
1: Hopefully, I'll be able to finish the two hundred km one in time without getting.
0: You can definitely do it. You can do it. Trust me, you can do it. You know, just because a lot of people before you have done other things, it doesn't mean what you you do is any less valuable. So your first 100K, definitely an accomplishment for sure. Don't worry about it. And all the more you can do this next one.
1: Thank you. I will be back on the podcast if I survive.
0: (laughs) You will. Hey, hey, you will. Everybody, I hope you're wishing her yes. good luck. W- when is your next event?
1: It's in December. December 3, I think. Oh, oh, right. It's so close. December 3. I right. haven't trained. Oh, my God. I should train. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh, yeah. There's a training process for this. How do you how do you prepare for
1: these events? OK, so I spoke to someone who is done all the stages so he's done like the 100 the 200 i think there's like a 300 and 400 and a one. so he's been giving me tips on how to prepare so basically i need to stop eating processed food so far no hot dogs I... no sausages i should had a hot dog it's been real oh my god Wait, what happens
0: to you if you if you eat processed food though? Why do you have to have a special diet? You
1: know what he didn't explain it, but I think it's about like your energy levels. But you know how when you eat a hot dog you feel like hella sleepy after uh. maybe it's fat. Also like training, like but like making sure your cardio is on free. So mm-hmm. I will be doing like a hundred fifty kilometers to prepare for the two hundred Km. So hopefully I can do that. Like I need to reach a hundred K. Without feeling like I'm going to yeah. die. Because at this point, I still Woo-hoo. feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. And and um, the event I'm joining is not a race. So it's like endurance it's, training. Um, yeah, more of an endurance ride mm. under retirement. How do you know if you do, you... do
0: you win? Like, how do you... Is there like a
1: prize? Money? You get a medal. Or, or a brevet. Oh. Yeah. A yeah, what? You, a what?
0: A brevet. Let's Google it. A brevet? At first, I heard bidet and I got really excited. I was like, a bidet? Girl. You get a
1: bidet.
0: Imagine if you did, though. I'm kind of disappointed that you don't. But what if they give you...
1: Oh. Oh my god, it's it's a brevet. A brevet. I called it a brevet.
0: A brevet.
1: You get a (laughs) brevet. brevet.
0: I'm disappointed that you're not getting an electronic toilet seat that says hi to you every time you enter the bathroom, but... Yes, could you tell us what a brevet is?
1: So, um, I, actually, that's only awarded in the hundred k. So it's like it's basically like a medal, or like um, this little medal that they give you. But if you do the two hundred um, km, that's the actual real medal. So, like two hundred km is like when you get the title randonneur. Randonneur is like a bike packer. But when you do the 100km that's not considered um a randonneur level type of ride. I don't know if I can explain it. So there's yeah.
0: there's like a hierarchy to these things, yes. you know, like all, all like like
1: most sports. Yeah.
0: What are some misconceptions you think that people have about cycling? That you, you, you want to break?
1: Oh, I, th- I think like in the Philippines and I think in other countries, like so many people are annoyed by cyclists, especially car owners. Not going to lie, back when I used to drive, yeah. I would be annoyed by the cyclists. Yeah. But now that I'm a cyclist, I realize like the reason why they're not on the bike lane is because the bike lane is mm. not safe. So like one stereotype I want to I break is like cyclists are are trying to be safe and they're, they're prioritizing their safety. That's why they're moving in a certain way on the road. One way to fix that is just fix the bike lanes, make them protected in that way we wouldn't have to go out of the bike lane.
0: So why why is it dangerous? Is it because everybody's biking at a different speed and you could potentially like crash into each other? Is there just not enough space?
1: Yeah. So um here in Manila in particular um so you have like sometimes they protect the bike lane meaning they put actual barriers. So you're 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 cramped up in that lane, right? But there's potholes. There's mm-hmm. metal I don't know, like these little oh. poles sticking out of the, the ground that can puncture your tire. There's also like these elevated manholes that can tip you over if you go over them. So and so people will choose mm-hmm. to bike outside the bike lane so that they can preserve their life. Oh. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh. It's not smooth road. It's like a lot oh, of damn like, pokey things. Like the government's yeah.
0: trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you don't want to pop tire at all on any kind of vehicle. Yes, more or less, like a, like a bike where you have no protection. There's like no metal casing. There's only sausage casing. Exactly. That's not. Gonna, that's just to make you faster. It's not to make you any any safer.
1: Yeah. Damn. I I bike in the highway called C Five, which is like really scary. But if you look at their bike lanes, like, it's it's so uneven. Like, for some reason, they didn't cement it properly. There's, like, um, pokey cement. Pokey cement. Like, I'm pretty sure that it's been scratching. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, the cement. I don't... Oh, my God. If I Google pokey cement, will this pop out correctly? But anyways, like, they did not save it Mm -hmm. correctly. And... For sure some people have gotten hurt. Oh shit. When the podcast has a budget (laughs) for your video, I will go out there and take videos of the Pokemon. Oh actually
0: we we have we have we have an Instagram and we have a TikTok. So you can definitely (laughs) send me videos. Send me videos for sure.
1: I'll try not to die. You
0: won't die. <laughs> Just focus on your safety instead of filming the videos. By the way, this is a safety advisory to all our listeners out there. If you are trying to record yourself while biking, please be careful. Please always keep your eyes on the road. Actually, Cece, could you give us any tips? Since you know you're you have um, social media dedicated to cycling, how do you make sure that you're safe mm-hmm. while while you're filming content and cycling at the same time
1: actually i do not recommend filming and cycling at the same time um if you go to my instagram a lot of the footage is actually actually taken in the provinces so there's less traffic or we're usually like in this obscure Mm -hmm. place where there's not a lot of people and not a lot of cars um but if you are going to film um make sure your balance is on point. Um, Be aware of your surroundings because for some reason, that is like becoming a big thing right now in Manila. Maybe because Christmas is approaching, I have no idea. But yeah, and make sure you're aware of what's ahead of you, what's beside you and what's behind you. I know that's a lot, but if you're going to film while on like the highway in Manila, just just be safe. Like do it at your own risk just anywhere in the yeah. world, I think. Actually, maybe yeah. don't film. <laughs> it's like, I don't recommend it. Yeah, don't, yeah, film. don't film. Get a GoPro or like a Insta360 or whatever.
0: Yes, get a GoPro so that you can concentrate on your safety instead of looking elsewhere mm-hmm. to our listeners out there. Okay, so we talked about some of your biggest obstacles and your biggest accomplishments. Are there any failures that you've learned from on your biking journey?
1: Yes. Yeah, so this one is quite recent. Um, so when we cycle like in a big like a big group, like like me and my friends were like, okay, let's go cycling um, on the weekend. And we were like, oh, can we bring a SAG? A SAG is like a support vehicle, especially for those long distance rides. So recently, yeah. I joined a ride that didn't have a SAG or a support people. And that ride, I bonked. So, like, I couldn't finish the ride. So, it was a 100 kilometers. At the 70-kilometer mark, um, I was dying. Like, literally, I got mm-hmm. left behind. And everyone oh, else God. was, like, two kilometers ahead of me one day noticed, the And they started calling me, like, hey. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm just resting. But really I was like dying. So it, it like going back. So what we did was like the nakiling loop. So basically this mountain, we go around it and we go around the sampan lake. Um and it's mostly uphill all the way. And what we call it is uphill, like H E L L. Um, I was on my period and I was going through a breakup of sorts. So um I was feeling generally weak, so they said um we need to call for help. Um you're going to have to like take the car. But we didn't have a car, but thankfully one of the girls in the ride Yeah, one of the girls in the ride lived nearby and she actually brought me all the way from Batangas. So Santa Tomas Batangas I think it was back to Laguna. Oh, oh so that was like 30, 30 kilometers, I think. Yeah. She drove me. Oh wow. She has saved my it life. She did. Thank God for her. Yeah. Shout out
0: to what's her name? Um her name is uh Fao. F
1: A U. Okay. Yeah. Shout
0: out Pau. to Pau. Thank you for saving CeCe's life. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I like I don't know. And like she and I, I said like, oh how much should I have to pay for gas or everything? And she's like, don't worry about it, just just um, focus on getting better, um, eat a lot of food. And she even gave me a shirt to change in. <laughs> she was very
0: kind. She was very yeah. accommodating to you, I guess. The support people that you mentioned earlier, you're supposed to go with them and they have specific duties to, to, to support you or what, what is usually expected of a support person?
1: Okay, so um, usually when you have like a support people, um, inside you would put like spare tools um, or food and some people will even um, bring spare bikes but usually that's for people who go and race it mm-hmm. so you know basically just to support you during a long distance ride but it's not necessary mm-hmm.
0: um, it's not sometimes
1: mm-hmm. like people would get like their boyfriends to be like the support for that for a specific ride or some people would hire Um, services there are support services in the building it's very fancy Mm -hmm. so oh um, wow yeah so but it's It's good that
0: these support services exist then
1: yeah but but for that specific brand we're like eh we don't need it (laughs) and then I needed it but thank God for foul Mm. she saved my life
0: You do you think that um for you the the kind of space that you're making for cycling in your life it's it's worth it.
1: Yeah, for sure cuz like I I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't cycling right now. Cuz for me it's like a meditation. It's like it's like you're doing yoga but outside.
0: <laughs> no, that's 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 I think that's great. But how do you? So so you're you're um, frequently doing your rides. You have endurance training. Do you have a time for any other hobbies? Going out mm-hmm. with friends. Uh, going out on dates. Oh gosh, I do. For some reason, I do find the time. Did you date a fellow cyclist?
1: I did not. I I mean, I tried to go on a date once with a cyclist, and it was from Bumble, and it was so hard because our first date, and our, I was it. Yeah, our first date was a cycling day and he was trying to ask me my favorite color while we were cycling and I couldn't hear him because of the the headwind and we were going too fast so so you were having your get to know me talks
0: while cycling yeah simultaneously
1: yeah (laughs) and and he was much stronger than me we were like averaging like Uh I was trying to keep up with him we were like at thirty kph. Like thirty kilometers per hour, and I couldn't speak. I couldn't hear my. I, I was hopping and hopping, like I couldn't. I don't know. It's, it's hard to date. My favorite color. <laughs> my favorite it's color. My favorite color. It's not it's
0: turquoise. Turquoise. <laughs> what did you say? Turquoise.
1: Yeah, basically something turquoise. like that happened.
0: Turquoise. <laughs> okay, so so it didn't really pan out. After there's no second date.
1: we uh, went on like two more dates, I think. And it didn't work out. Yeah. He never asked me out again. I don't know why. Honestly, it's him who couldn't
0: keep up with you. True.
1: <laughs> True, <Wow>. possibly. <laughs> I I do enjoy hiking. Yeah, I recently climbed Masuni Geo Reserve, which yeah. is an award-winning reserve, nature mm-hmm. reserve here in the Philippines. You I should look it up and it's so beautiful. Ooh, I want to do that. I want to I want to do that climb every
0: day. Oh, that beautiful, huh? i mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a hiking girl, but I I I've hiked it once at a job which I think when you do anything for your job you tend to find it not enjoyable. <laughs> I'm curious to go back. I will go for the promise of animals.
1: Was it Masuni also?
0: Yes, yes. But we didn't do any of the rope stuff. We took some VIPs. We set up a hike for them. We went. We came. We saw. We ate lunch. We conquered, and then and then and then we left. We didn't do any of like the the fun rope stuff on the web. Actually, if if I if I ever join you, I don't know if I could possibly bring myself to sit on that rope web I will probably cry
1: to be quite honest we did have a friend who was afraid of heights. yeah yeah so at the start they'll ask you is anyone in the group afraid of heights and then nobody said anything and then she's like okay we'll find out in a bit and then sharing the first obstacle like one of my friends she had like a really hard time getting over the first obstacle and then our guide was like okay now we know (laughs) <laughs> Wait,
0: what was the first obstacle?
1: Um. So the first obstacle is the rope, right? And you have yeah. to climb it and get over a ledge. It's not that high, but I can understand if you're really afraid of heights that it would be really daunting for you. Although there's like a staircase at the back, which you could climb if you're afraid of heights.
0: Um. Yeah, see, about joining, (laughs) about trying, (laughs) (laughs) you've effectively scared me. Just I'll I'll give you a background of how bad my fear of heights is. I went to an island called Bohol. You know Bohol? Um, It's in Visayas in the Philippines. My parents... We, I don't know where we were. I think we were above a swamp or like a river. Mm-hmm. It was near like the Tarshir Reserve or whatever. And there's this rickety old wooden bridge. And I'm just like, it took me, it took me so long to cross it. Because below there were, there were alligators slash crocodiles. I don't know what they were, but I was like, oh, I'm right. not falling there. I'm not doing it. And they were like, just come over. It's fine. I was like, why did you go so fast? You left me at the the other side of the bridge. I was like, I'm not going until like one of you comes here and holds my hand. Because honestly, at first it was fine. I was walking. Mm-hmm. My stepdad's a big guy. He starts like, when he walks on it, it really, it, how, how do you say that motion? It really shakes. Like it really it's goes up and down. Yes, it sways mm. and 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 for and for the shits, you know, my parents were swaying it on purpose. They were like, "Ooh, look at me." And I was like, "Please stop." So, it <laughs> took me a while to cross that bridge. I I said I would go for the promise of animals and maybe I would go if um, Batman were present, to be honest. I, I or if, or if you can if you can catch me.
1: <laughs> if you can somehow catch. Me. I am delusional <laughs> when it comes to heights. I feel I feel like I will just respawn if I fall. So maybe that's why I'm um I don't know. I'm I'm the when it comes to hype. You are an Aries.
0: Being being yeah. brave is part of you. That's not part of it. Did you notice any um, differences when you were you know among among men and women when you're when you're cycling?
1: There is the strength level would be different or is this or sometimes the speed so I, I guess maybe because they build muscle um faster um they can build speed faster but I do know some women who are who can ride longer and sometimes they can even match the speed yeah also um, majority of the people in the second community are men so like outside of our little faith niche um Which, like, maybe I would say, like,
0: ninety-five percent of the cyclists on the road are men. <laughs> it's, yeah, a it's a sausage party. party, but but that's kind of that's that's that's, the, that's kind of a counter counteractive name because technically everybody's a sausage in the cycling community if you're all wearing your yes. sausage casing that's and right. it's, so it's predominantly men.
1: Like double sausage.
0: Double sausage.
1: <laughs> uh, for differences, I would say men are more like risk takers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When it comes to cycling, like we're going on a downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm going to keep my, I maxed out at 50 kilometers per hour going downhill. And I was super scared. But then for some reason, there were still men who were going faster than me. Oh. Like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys even pressing on your brake? yeah? So I feel like that's one difference. For me, I want to live to see my great-grandchildren, just like my grandma. Yeah. So I got to keep it safe.
0: If you had a family, would you have like a cycling, cycling family since you're interested in having kids?
1: Yes, I would want... No, actually, you know, I should have a baby now so that when my kid is 12, how old would I be?
0: You'd be 39 since you you're you're biking with so many people again from you know a lot of women um some of these mothers mothers wives etc um how do they find it balancing their you know their their lives as parents at the same time um from from what you hear from them their lives as parents and um something that they're passionate about
1: like this oh that's like really um i don't know i i'm not a mom so i can talk about it i guess like in the same level that they would but then i am part of an all women cycling family so there are a lot of mothers which i find amazing and there there's one common denominator between all of them is that they have a very supportive partner wow yes yeah and like and usually their partner is also into the sports so usually like um a triathlete or like into cycling or swimming so um what i see is like they take turns or there's usually like health mm-hmm. involved so it's really important to have like a supportive partner if you have a hobby that's Will take you away from your children for a couple hours.
0: It's sometimes even a weekend when you're doing the long marathons, right?
1: Yes, yeah. So that's one of the things that I really like like during the women's 100 this year. Um, a lot of the men just dropped off their wives, like with their babies, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Bye, mama," I and mean, then like enjoy your ride. Mm-hmm. And I I would want to have like a partner like that in the future, but I feel like it's hard. Because of like the gender yeah. roles you have here or like Yeah. So I would have to date like a cyclist, but then I told you it hasn't worked It hasn't out. worked out. Essentially it's like it's
0: like having yeah. having that clear communication from the start that these um we have this relationship together, but these are the prior the, the priorities yeah. I have in life, you know. Whether it's you know, yeah, my yeah. sport. Um, For me, my art, that kind of thing. I think it boils down Mm -hmm. to that and, you know, equally respecting what the partner's priorities are and just having,
1: like, kind of a compromise, you know? You need someone who understands who's the food. I I can't imagine, like, um, maybe dating someone who's not into the things that I'm into. I don't know if that's, like, correct. Because I feel like they wouldn't, understand (laughs) it's it's because
0: um no i i I understand what you're talking about because we're we're passionate people we're passionate both of us are passionate about different things i think just because whenever relationships work out it's it's Mm -hmm. quite unpredictable you know sometimes you end up dating someone that you've never thought that you would date before or it's completely left field. It's it's really a matter of like respecting each other's passions and respecting these things that exist outside of the relationship. You know what I mean? Because it, you know, for for you, cycling has become such a great part of your life that it's expanded your worldview. It's yeah. given you this sense of independence, it's making you healthy. Heck, at this point, it's like it's making, you, it's, it's making you really happy that at this point it's, it's, it's a priority. It's a big thing for you. And if, if, if you get into a relationship with someone and they don't respect how much it makes you happy and they're making you unhappy, if I were in your place, yeah. if I you know, felt the same way about my music, I'd be like, why would I choose you if you constantly berate me about it, if you're constantly making me unhappy? And then I already have this passion or hobby that I'm happy about. Sorry, but if you are constantly toxic to me, you no. Know, if if a lot of the um, if you're like the root cause of a lot of my unhappiness at the moment, I will probably choose my passion. But that that's just that's just me. That's just me.
1: Um, I I actually like see that a lot with the guys in the cycling community. But like I said, there are more of mm-hmm. them. So they're less likely to get like a partner in the, in the, in the communities that they're in. So a lot of times like their girlfriends are non-cyclists. So there's usually like Mm -hmm. two situations that go down. Either like the girlfriend starts getting into the hobby as well, or we never see him again. You know what I mean? So, or like, or like they sell their bike like down the road. Which I, I mean, like it's a choice, you know. So for for him, yeah. His, to yeah, choices, his yeah, do respect his choice. His priority was like, or for them, like for the guys who make that choice, their priority is their relationship. So um, sometimes they get into running, and then the girlfriend is also into running. So you know, something um, they both can do because cycling is an investment. So mm-hmm. it's like hard to convince people sometimes to get into mm-hmm. it. Like I've been trying to get my friends into it. Um, I have friends who are interested mm-hmm. initially, but then when they they're like, "Oh, I have to put up money to get into this," they're like, "No, I never." Mind. Yeah, so I
0: I get. It. But, oh, the financial yeah. yeah, the financial investment is huge. It sounds like because I had never, I think I might have heard of a mountain bike before. I've seen the size of those things. They do not. They look expensive. They look like. they, they paid a considerable amount of money so i do see the side of like if it's not something you're passionate about it's hard to get into it's hard to to make that investment when you have your your bills to pay or you're you're um sending a kid to school and you don't really have the budget for it or if you know if 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 you're if you're the girlfriend and you're and you want to spend time with your boyfriend, but he's always out cycling and you're like, Well, I wanna try cycling. Yeah, yeah.
1: For women cyclists, the pattern that I usually um notice if they are in a relationship, um, their spouses or their partners are usually also cyclists. But for men it varies. A lot of times with their girlfriend or their wives. Do not
0: cycle. Do you think it could work out if, like, you you are into cycling and you just had a, a, a partner who was an athlete, probably, because they would they would understand the physical training.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like the guy I was actually like dating was an athlete or is an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like okay with me cycling, I guess, except like he's never really. Well, it, the the relationship was too short. He promised to take me to some bike event, but we broke up before that happened. So I don't know. I'm so sorry about. I would. That. I will date. Glad you're free. Yeah, I will date, hmm. and then I will let you know if it works out.
0: Okay, okay, that is a future podcast <laughs> yeah. episode for sure. For our listeners out there. What's something you want to tell them before they, you know, for for those who are about to who are interested in starting their biking journey, what's something you want to tell them?
1: Be brave. Be brave. Or just do it. Like, like if you're scared, um, if you're scared of like doing a certain distance or getting out of a certain area, just do it. Because once you do it, it starts to become a small thing, and then you'll have to do the next big thing and then the next big thing becomes a small thing and then, you know, you just keep progressing and progressing. Mm. Um, the hardest part is starting. Always. So, but once you get started, it's like, you just build momentum. Yes. So, yeah. Buy that bike. Buy the most expensive bike. Just kidding. <laughs> start with whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. But that's actually one of my regrets mm. that I started out with like a low-tier bike. Oh. But yeah, whatever. Biking is biking; it's fun. Just do it. Just do it.
0: No, I agree. <laughs>
1: That's all I can say.
0: Yeah. Having being brave, not just in a sense of heights or geese or <laughs> anything, just in life, it it gets yeah. you really far when you when you climb over that 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 wall of fear. Um, those who listen to my, that
1: first one, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Those who listen to the first episode of this podcast. You know what I'm talking about when you, when you get over that wall of fear. It's not as bad as you think it is when you finally get over it. Okay, so before we close yeah. out, I want to give you the honors of naming the crush of the week.
1: It's Jackson Wang.
0: He's my everyday
1: man crush.
0: So. Your everyday man crush. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. What What makes you pick Jackson this time? What do you love about him?
1: I like that he has bigger boobs than me. I like that he's so Rizzy. He's Rizzy. He is my ideal type. Oh, he is. Yeah. He does not, yeah. He has no toxic masculinity.
0: Yes. Okay, so he has Riz, he's got big titties, and he has no toxic masculinity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, yes. he's an Aries. <laughs>
1: What? Yeah, they are just like you. Just like you. He's an
0: Aries, okay. so yeah. But I will tell you, I think he's afraid of heights. <laughs> he's athletic, though. Arnar- he's athletic. Okay. He's athletic. He's a former it's okay former junior Olympian,
1: so a fencer, right? Yes, he's a fencer. Is yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll support his career, and he can support yeah. me. okay the second honor that
0: i am bestowing upon you is to give this week's song recommendation give us a song rec
1: okay um obsessed with this song um it's uh what's it called so hot you're hurting my feelings by Coraline palachek i listen to it every single day uh please listen to it it will make you cry tell me the banana (laughs) Yeah.
0: And do you have anything you want to plug or share on this platform for everybody to check out? No, please
1: don't check out speed sausage or Ming Ming Bikes. Do not. I'm trying to stay low. Key. Let us jump off. But you but you gave <laughs> you gave the name. Exactly. Don't check
0: out stop, at Ming Ming Bikes on Instagram. Me. Don't even look for speed sausage. That's yeah. S-U-S-E jay on instagram don't look for it she doesn't want it like don't like don't even stop yeah Yeah. i
1: hate
0: it i hate the attention like yeah my god stop like don't even dare her like you're you're you're, like daring me you're making me get it right now that's ming ming bikes on instagram yeah i was forced she i was forced oops cc cc good is good CC brought a hot dog to my throat and threatened me. Don't do it. Yeah. A jumbo one. Yeah. She brought one to my a throat jumbo right one. on it. I was I was so scared I was gonna choke. But Yeah. <laughs> she didn't get Okay, everybody, that's I <laughs> know. Anyway everything say it with me everything goes back to sausage sausage. okay that's all the time we have for this week's podcast thank you for joining us CC who is totally not at Ming Ming Bikes (laughs) and (laughs) thank you everyone for listening to this very sausage filled episode see you next time Yeah, let us know when you're home thanks for coming over Hope you enjoyed our little chat. You can stay in touch with me through Instagram at planetgirlpodcasts. That's planetgirlpodcast with an extra S. Can't wait to see you soon. Let me know when you're home.